right. So thank you so much for joining. Go ahead. <laughs> thank you, Mate. Nice meeting you again. Yeah, finally. <laughs> Where it was? I think we met in the lake. In, in the lake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, last CubeCon. Yeah, it was amazing. And so, so, so great that, you know, conferences are back. Yeah, finally in person. So, so amazing. <laughs> I love it. So how is Swampop so far? Swampop is yeah, amazing. Yeah, sorry guys. We're in Swampop 2022. <laughs> yeah. In uh, San Diego, in Carlsbad, Diego, beautiful exactly. place. Carlsbad, yeah, nice hotel, beautiful. You know that there is nice. uh, Legoland over here? Really? You heard about Legoland? All right, you need to take me to the Legoland. <laughs> I love Legoland. Need first to take my kids to Legoland, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> then can uh, you can go with the kids or something. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So tell me a bit more right, for the people here. What what is zero? What are you doing today? Yeah, sure. So first of all, my name is Ohad Meislish, co-founder and CEO of NZO. M0 is a management platform for infrastructure as code. So if you use Terraform, Terragrand, Pulumi, CloudFormation, and also Kubernetes, and you want to manage that in scale, you go to N0. You probably heard about our main competition, Terraform Cloud of uh, HashiCorp. So we direct competition to Terraform Cloud. And uh, there are some interesting differences, but all in all, the open source Terraform, you can do basic things with that, but once you scale, you need to have a managed solution to provide you self-service, governance, workflows, and basically a business solution, not just a technical solution. So that's what M0 is doing. Cool. And we're partners, we already use it. And yeah, JFrog so is a great customer of ours. We're very happy that uh, JFrog chose M0. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell me a bit more. Why, why so special in M0? Why, mm? why we should use M0 when there are so many solutions? I know all of them are pretty much the same, but I know that you are a bit different. <laughs> yeah, so we've built the product from day one, not specifically to Terraform, which means we invited, invented some concepts that are beyond the concepts of Terraform. If you go to our product and see what we call projects and what we call templates, it's basically logical entities that do not exist in Terraform and allow you to manage infrastructure as code in scale. You can group workspaces, you can have policies and role-based access on basically everything. It can be some Git repos, some cloud accounts, some users, some policies. Combine all of those together and that allows you the maximum flexibility. And we also have some great unique uh, capabilities like uh, drift detection, which is very basic but very important, and automatic cost tagging, cost monitoring and automatic tagging. Um, but all in all, if you use infrastructure as code, is if you use mainly Terraform or Terragrant, you probably need to look at something like M0. It will allow you to do way more in less time with less risk. Cool. So basically, in project, I can add whatever I want, right? Like I can take different entities and create like a project like we're doing in, in J4. Actually, now we are uh, monitoring and managing everything by project. So we can just do something similar, I guess. Yeah, it's very flexible. You can define how you want to manage that, what workflows can be executed, what workflows cannot be executed. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Infrastructure as code, I sometimes compare it to nuclear technology, which means... <laughs> nuclear, really? <laughs> which means, yeah, it's very dangerous. If you use it without the right guardrails, yeah. it can explode and you can destroy your cloud resources or you can provision unsecured cloud resources, or you can provision very expensive yeah, I heard cloud resources. It's very, very easy. Yeah, it's very, very easy. Uh, but if you use it 
smart way, yep. like nuclear energy. Uh, it can be safe, good for the environment, uh, and you can gain a lot from, from using it. So basically you need the platform to manage this beautiful weapon slash technology <laughs> to use it in, in, in the right way. Yeah, I love that you described it as a weapon because that's what I did. Then, like in the first time that I learned <laughs> destroyed. I Yeah, kind of destroyed. You know, you're learning, you're just playing with some stuff. Oh, and my machine is still working and then like it's super expensive. I forgot, of course, to shut down everything. I just played and yeah. And you deleted the wrong thing? Of course, <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, but yes, I did it. Yeah, so that's one of the things, for example, we have in NCL or time to live policies, which basically the admin can define a list of allowed operations for developers yeah. those developers later on basically get access to execute certain cookbooks mm -hmm. recipes yeah. and they provision those resources but they have expiry they have default time to live and maximum time to live so we can empower them with a default short live time to live let's say one day of one week mm -hmm. But if you want to extend to two weeks or one month, you can mm -hmm. without need any need of any approval. All so right. you get both cool. things. It's very efficient, and no matter what, you'll never had yeah you'll never have endless resources that you forget about them six months later and just wishing <laughs> no financial <laughs> operations for a person with the knock on your yeah, door and it's saying what super what are those. <laughs> 50 VMs that have been running here for three months, we don't need those, who is paying the bill now? So that's one of the things that NZO is doing, because it's, again, very easy with infrastructure as code to create damage. In this case, it's cost with developers, but it can be, again, in, in, in production, unsecured resources, with not the right standards, without the right configuration, the right modules, so you need all of that management and business context to, again, manage that in scale. That's really, very cool. Mm -hmm. We actually just released recently the Terraform support. If you saw, saw that before in Artifactory. Yeah, it's, so. we see that Terraform is no longer just for AWS, GCP, and Azure. Basically, every vendor has its own Terraform provider. Uh, I just read a great uh, blog about the GitHub Terraform provider and how a very interesting company no longer associates permissions to developers by clicking something on the GitHub UI, but instead it's automatically being done with the telephone provider for GitHub. So we see that for GitHub, for JFrog, Auth0, Twilio, a New Relic Datadog, and also M0 has its own telephone provider. Basically, nobody wants to click buttons anymore. It's unmanaged, it's unauditable, and instead things are moving to code, and today Terraform is the de facto standard for uh, infrastructure as code. There are Pulumi and others uh, that are great, but the first, yeah, for example, I guess JFrog now released their first as Terraform, and maybe later on you're gonna do other providers for other frameworks, yeah, but you start with Terraform, that's what the market really wants. Yeah, that's kind of the basic right now. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. And before that, you told me a bit, a bit about your uh, other jobs that you had before and your cool startups. Maybe you can share it with the team here. Yeah, it so sounds super amazing. I, I really, I promise it was super interesting. He's a bit shy, but right? it's super, super impressive, really. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so MZO is my third company, and all in all, uh, 
second startup. The, the first startup had nothing to do with uh, DevOps. It's related to what you cannot see over here, which is my wheelchair. I'm a disabled person. And the first startup uh, tried to do good things for uh, society. So we uh, empowered citizens around the world to help the disabled. Uh, later on, I started my own services company. And my background is, is technical. I was and probably still am a geek, a proud, proud <laughs> a geek. A proud geek, not, not just a geek, a proud geek. <laughs> uh, definitely. And, and that was very fun. We did some super innovative and interesting projects for uh, startups, mm -hmm. helping them in infrastructure, automation, uh, cloud projects, DevOps. And it was super interesting. But during this period of time, I've noticed what looks to be a major revolution in cloud, and that's code. Mm -hmm. I started seeing AWS accounts with read-only access, and it was very weird for me to see DevOps engineers that get full read-only access. Like, they can see everything, but they cannot do anything. Do anything. Yeah, they and can't I, control it. And I remember the first time I've asked the DevOps engineer in a big insurance, US insurance company, we were uh, debugging something. And I asked him, can you change this configuration in this load balancer? And, and he was then, like, no? No, he said, yeah, sure. But instead of going into the AWS UI, he opened GitLab and looked at the Terraform code and changed some code and uh, merged this uh, merge request. And then he said, OK, let's wait a minute or two until it's going to be executed. Mm -hmm. And that's how he changed the uh, load balancer configuration in AWS. Today, it looks natural that when you use Terraform, that's how you change cloud resources. You change the code. You don't change directly the cloud resources. But back then, when I saw it for the first time, I noticed that this is a totally different way of how to operate the cloud. And AWS, GCP, Azure, and others, they have no idea about your code. GitHub, GitLab, and Bitbucket and others have no idea about your cloud resources. In GitHub, you have permissions to change code, but you don't have permissions to execute code. You don't have the context of which cloud resources are going to be affected by executing that code. So it felt like there are two different systems that need to be managed in one centralized place. And basically, that the cloud today is no longer just cloud resources, it's cloud resources and code that represent the same thing. Hopefully, if you don't have a drift. If you don't have a drift, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was my second company, which was a services company. And once I noticed that the cloud is going through a major evolution of, of code, I felt that we should no longer focus on services and we should start, start looking for problems that need better products or new products to, to solve. And we did some market research. And then the fun part of uh, fundraising. <laughs> and since then, it's a roller coaster that uh, keeps on improving. That's awesome. That's awesome. So where is your base? I think you have base all over the world or something, right? Like you have some places in Israel? So like, like JFrog, we started in Israel. Uh, and our focus there is our engineering team. Uh, so we have 25 engineers or something in, uh, in Israel. and. Our go-to-market team, sales and marketing, are outside of Israel, mainly in the United States, but we have several employees in the uh, in UK as well. 
Um, and it's the typical Israeli startup that you focus your engineering team in Israel and you focus your go-to-market teams mainly in the United States where the big market and the ecosystem is, like we see today in uh, Swampart. Yeah, that's awesome. So how many employees do you have in M0? <laughs> to be honest, I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> I don't need uh, the exact number. <laughs> uh, about 35, oh, but cool. I don't, I, I honestly don't uh, remember the exact number. Maybe that's not a good thing. <laughs> no, uh, that's the truth. Around 35 employees uh, that's nowadays. Awesome. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Mm. And I guess that you grow up so fast, right? Like I remember that it was very small. Yeah, definitely. It, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy to see <laughs> how fast things change. That's awesome. Mm? That's awesome. Thank you so, so much for joining today. Thank you. It was you amazing that. to meet you again. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. And we are also going to uh, Yala DevOps, yes. which is another in great com uh, company event by JFrog. Yeah, and you'll be there and you'll speak there, right? Or someone yeah, yeah. from your team. And yeah, definitely. MCO will be there. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so, so much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye, guys.